at Oracle. This indeed is a very interesting topic that I have picked up. Not that the earlier four ones were any less, but this is a topic which is very, very close to my heart. Peak performance uh, secrets for a simple reason. In my uh, corporate uh, journey where I spend a lot of time in coaching, consulting, training, I also take up work with a lot of uh, sports people, both in uh, corporate as well as sports. There is one thing which is uh, common, you know, it's, it's just not that only for uh, sports people, peak performance is essential. I don't know how many of you might have uh, read, you can Google and download and read this uh, article called The Corporate Athlete. A very powerful article and it's it's almost like a, a paradox you know when you say a corporate athlete what would it really mean uh, athletics and uh, corporate life how do they really work together the principles that apply in uh, sports life the same principles also apply in uh, corporate life if you really look at uh, any of the uh, sports that you would love to watch, cricket, football, hockey, even a board game like uh, chess, which apparently does not require much of uh, physical stamina. But having interacted with even some chess players, I do understand that even just to sit through and make those uh, moves, uh, checking millions and millions of options available in front of you before you make that one move, can be physically very, very uh, draining. And peak performance is always something that you'd have seen if you take the game of uh, cricket, for example, which right now you have the IPL going on. You would uh, find that uh, if you are able to do what you can do in one single ball of hitting it for a four or a six, why is it that you are not able to do it for all the balls that are bowled to you? Of course, on the other side, the fielding side, the bowlers, they are also at their peak performance or pushing towards the peak performance. And there is sort of a continuous uh, duel which happens at a team level. <clears throat> Hence, peak performance, the same thing happens in corporate life also. If you are able to perform well for about 15 minutes in a day, why not perform at the same consistency and level for eight hours or 10 hours of work? What creates the drop? What is essential to consistently perform at a peak level? Uh, these are some of the facets or uh, insights that we're going to have a look at uh, today. In fact, uh, peak performance secrets is something that you can uh, keep working at it for your lifetime and still not get a complete uh, grasp of it. Uh, on the commercial front, in fact, uh, peak performance has been one of the uh, best uh, coaching businesses worldwide, specifically if you look at uh, the lucrative uh, side, you, you would have read uh, the transfer prices of some of the football players. And you may be wondering what kind of uh, you know, justification is there for those kind of prices to be paid. But even if you look at their life, whether you look at uh, Messi or uh, Ronaldo or any of those classy big time players, or even our own Chetri in India, what you would find is that uh, they also have uh, personal coaches, personal trainers. If people are so good, why do they keep them? It is because they consistently need uh, insights and inputs to keep them at their peak because every goal that they score is uh, essential for the team to march towards victory. 
So let's look at certain insights. I mean, the time that we have in front of us, about half an hour, is not sufficient to do justice to such a vast topic, but I would give you certain insights. Uh, let me first define what would uh, be called as a peak performance, whether in corporate life or in sports life. Peak performance is a state in which the person performs to the maximum of their ability, characterized, characterized by subjective feelings of confidence, effortlessness, and total concentration on the task. This is a, a global definition which is available uh, across all spectrums of life. Even if you're a student, sometimes peak performance is essential. Even for a homemaker, even for a businessman, a corporate executive. Hence, it's essential that we understand uh, what really helps you moving towards peak performance and uh, how can I sustain it there all the time. There are many of us uh, who do this, uh, maybe 1% of the day, 2% of the day. And then the rest of the day, we just uh, sort of uh, fall off. There is sort of a, you know, sort of a lower trajectory, which, which just take us uh, downward spiral. And we are keen to know exactly what are the building blocks. So we are going to look at some of the building blocks, some of the uh, mental makeup that are essential, some of the physical makeups that are essential. What exactly would keep you at the peak of your performance all the time, if it is possible for you to achieve? Technically possible. If you look at even one single example of uh, Don Bradman, he retired with an average of 99.96. Uh, even the best of the players which, who have come in the last 100 years have hardly crossed 60 average, which shows that technically it is possible, which means and uh, behavioral science says that what one person can do, anybody else will be able to do, provided we just know what that person did and we are able to copy-paste uh, the success secret from their life into our life. Let's look at one of the first building block, what I would uh, call it as a BMS block, uh, body, mind, and soul. When we look at uh, peak performance secrets, uh, many of us actually, uh, specifically when interact with thousands and thousands of corporate executives, the almost, uh, I would say 90 to 95% uh, casual casualty, if I might be permitted to say, is the body focus. It's not that uh, we all need to have eight packs and you know be like uh, the heroes of uh, the movie 300, uh, well chiseled and you know, well muscled, and it gives a sort of a inferiority complex even by just looking at the posters. But taking care of your physical self is something extremely essential. Many of you might have read of the story of the golden goose, which used to lay one egg every day. It is just not uh, the ability to lay the egg, but the ability to prolong the life of the goose, which is essential. And then the farmer cuts the goose finally to find if there are any additional eggs, which he can pick up in one shot. He finds that uh, the goose finally, of course, is dead. And it is up to him to ensure that uh, such a goose uh, maintains its, its uh, well and maybe multiplies its well. How many of us even spend a little bit of time in ensuring that uh, we have a reasonably working body because the entire, uh, that's why there's, there's a famous saying, you know, healthy body holds a healthy mind. How many of us spend enough time in taking care of uh, this body? Because whatever we can achieve, 
we can achieve only when we have a working body and while we are alive inside this body. Do we spend time? Do we spend even quality time? For example, uh, it is said that at least five to six times a week, you must have spent at least 20 to 25 minutes in taking care of your health. For you even to maintain a basic levels of uh, acceptance. Uh, as you would know that the more you spend uh, in being successful, except if you are a sportsman, you have that much lesser time for you to focus on uh, your body. And that becomes the first block which starts crumbling. And when that crumbles, what uh, automatically happens is that the energy levels that you have automatically starts going down. Thinking of all this, uh, maybe thousands of years back when many of the modern sports hadn't yet uh, come in, our uh, elders had thought through and then that's why they had designed a, a wonderful set of exercises that they can do at home. Today, of course, it has become again popular in the world thanks to the efforts taken by the government of India and many people are interested in it, what we would call as asanas and pranayam. Some of the building blocks which have been available for thousands and thousands of years in the Indian system, which today all you need is a six by three mat, nothing more. And in less than 30 to 40 minutes, they have shown that some of the best exercises, physical exercises that you can do out in a gym can be copied and with almost like same effect. Uh, maybe you won't have a, a bulge or you know, big biceps and triceps and things like that. But you'd have a healthy inside and you have a healthy outside. Because yoga, uh, like many of you might have at least read if not uh, understood, works on the organs and muscles and uh, you know even bone joints, which many of the typical exercises may not do. And it all it needs, even if you today Google, you will find that Heartfulness Institute includes uh, even what is popularly known as chair yoga. Simple exercises that you can sit and do right out of your chair. And uh, these are something, you know, small drops make an ocean. Over a period of time, it makes a huge impact. How you're able to regulate your breath, the doctors prescribe, is uh, how many seconds can you inhale continuously? For example, 10 to 15 seconds is one of the benchmarks they speak about. And about 25 to 30 seconds, you are able to hold your breath and then exhale for about 15 to 20 count, a count of roughly about a minute, 15 to 20 seconds of inhale, 25 to 30 seconds of holding the breath and about 15 to 20 seconds of exhale. If you are able to do that, which is something that you can master in less than one or two minutes time by doing a proper pranayam, what happens is your entire lung system, which is what COVID attacks first, the respiratory system and lung system is taken care of which is also essential today, considering the fatality rate, which is being caused thanks to COVID. These are all simple things which are available. You don't need to really spend too much of time, nor do you have to spend too much of money in doing many of this. This is one of the first building block of BMS, what I call as body, mind, and soul. The second, the mind, many times people are strong, but you will find that the braver people in spite of uh, two people being strong enough, it is the braver ones, uh, normally people with uh, courage, indomitable courage, as they say, are the ones who really actually are far better. You might have read uh, the story of uh, David and Goliath and so many other famous stories where it is just not the physic or the physical power which is essential. 
you would also find when you watch many of the sports that uh, many of the uh, rather physically weak looking players because they are nimble footed because they are agile they are able to beat even stronger players and then make a pass or a make a goal depending upon which game you are looking at and when you are looking at the mind uh, block out of the bms it is something that you look at uh, mental mastery are you watching a programming uh, tutorial mental mastery is one of the blocks that you look at you know your ability to face off as they say in any situation and mentally win over your opponent which is essential even in your day to day corporate life you communicate you negotiate you meet aggressive people you meet submissive people you meet all sorts of people you have to be at the peak of your mental mastery for you to peak performance is not a one pillow one pill swallowing a secret it's not that that you learn one technique and then you become good at it like any good building for it to withstand for a very long time the foundations or the pillars of the building have to be really strong and mental mastery which is part of the mind block which is equally essential another topic which is very powerful under mind is what we call as the inner dialogue that we all have it is said that in a day considering which school that you believe in there are about 60 to 80000 thoughts that uh, go out of you and come inside of you in a day in the awakening state and it is said that almost 50% of them are typically negative dialogues i can't do it i won't be able to do it i am not good my boss is going to fire me my spouse is not happy with me the world is a bad place and uh, your uh, uh, real manifested reality to a great extent is a reflection of the dialogue that you have of uh, inside of yourself what we call a self talk or inner dialogue all it needs is a little bit of a reprogram the difference you will find between a champion and an also ran is because of the dialogue that they consistently have and over a period of time uh, they do believe in this dialogues because dialogues uh, create a belief system and belief system creates an attitude attitude creates uh, feelings and feelings leads to action and when the basic belief system and attitude are extremely positive the results that come out of your performance or rather the task that you do has to be at the peak hence for you to look at the second block of the first insight that you wanted to share the body mind and soul the mind can be regulated can be what i would say completely harnessed the power of the mind can be harnessed we had seen in one of the sessions how you can harness and this is where the next step which uh, really helps to come in. as they say what is the point in winning the world if you lose the soul so if you really look at a real balance of bms the third point that we are looking at is balancing the soul are you really balanced inside are you really happy do you have the complete support inside of you which will help the body and mind to work particularly in a balanced state and all these we know for certain that one of the tool that is available in front of us is our uh, the time that we spend in uh, looking inside of ourselves through the process of uh, meditation and through the process of rejuvenation or cleaning through the process of prayer through which we connect to a higher self and then uh, tap into you would have seen that you know sometimes when a team has to really need that extra bit and they'll form into a huddle and many times i have spoken to players and uh, they used to say that more than talking strategy we also spend a time uh, praying to a god of our choice 
and they always uh, sometimes seem to work because suddenly a uh, adrenaline rush happens something seems to click and something seems to make it happen that the catalyst seems to happen through the prayer and hence the body mind soul as the first insight which i wanted to share with you is extremely essential as a building block for you to have towards working uh, and making you to perform at a peak level consistently throughout the day throughout the week throughout the month throughout your life let's look at the uh, some of the steps involved which forms the second insight or the second building block when it comes to the peak performance secrets one is you need to have a tremendous amount of uh, self awareness many of us are like uh, the character of uh, hanuman in uh, ramayana we really do not know the hidden uh, strengths that we have and that's where maybe a jambavan had to come in and tell hanuman what he is capable of many times we are not really aware and that's why you'll find that even some of the best players in the world whether it's virat kohli or whether it's sachin tendulkar each one of them seem to have a coach who would continuously point out what are their strengths and how to mask over the weakness or how to overcome the weakness emotional technical uh, what do you want to call the body mind soul combination the game aspect everywhere they need to have a 360 degree view of what they are and uh, self awareness is one of the first steps in uh, the steps involved in building towards the peak performance the second uh, where many of us tend to make uh, a mistake uh, not consciously but subconsciously due to lack of time due to pressures from organization is that we almost stop learning once we are out of school or college when we get a job and uh, that's uh, the time when we actually will have to accelerate the learning process and this is one thing essential for a peak performance if you read uh, that uh, article that i mentioned about uh, corporate at the making of a corporate athlete you will find that sustained learning uh, to continuously sustain the learning is one of the most important uh, essential factors even when we spoke on time management in couple of sessions ago we spoke about the importance of spending time in quadrant 2 which is about improving your leadership skills through so consistent learning consistent interaction with people who are uh consider to be your guide mentor coach uh, whoever you want to call the third step is to ensure that you focus on self development as much as team development and organizational development are essential just look at this simple formula in 99 days if you just focus on improving 0.01% of what you are between yesterday and today in less than 100 days you would have become 1% better than what you are already and if you had looked at the maslow's theory of hierarchy which we spoke about uh, a few sessions ago self actualization is a continuous peak to climb none of us can ever come and say that i have attained the complete potential of what i am really made of by god or by nature or whatever it uh, is said that even uh, people as capable of albert einstein have hardly uh, used to 6 to 7% of the potential of their uh, capacity imagine what we are capable of unleashing if we really focus on consistent self development set a goal if possible 0.01% growth between yesterday and today and today and tomorrow and see what impact it makes and look towards always working towards a positive change which is the fourth step in this working towards a positive change working because changes can both be positive or negative it's your ability to spot them ahead Uh, be a little bit proactive and work towards supporting positive change uh, 
we also all i when i consult with a lot of coach with a lot of corporate executives when i uh, coach with a lot of uh, you know, team players in uh, games like cricket or football or whatever we always speak about uh, creating winning habits we all have say 24 hours in a day and if you really look at it uh, initially we spend a lot of time in uh, uh, making our habits and for the rest of our life uh, the habits is what actually makes us and many times we become a slave of the habits that we ourselves have formed the habit could be as simple as uh, putting that additional 15 minutes of practice getting up a little bit early doing that extra mile in the job or spending that additional time in learning a new coding system whatever it may be any system is only if you if you are, are all software many of your software professionals who would even understand coding for any uh, executable program to become uh, uh, slow all it needs is to have a lot of redundant code what would happen is that the earlier person might have built up a code and then you will suddenly find that the program is slow and for that all you need to do is to get back and find what are the codes which are not working and either delete them or replace them with better codes the same is true for us habits are the codes which uh, actually determine how successful or how lesser successful you are in life and winning habits please continue to look at your every day you know i always uh, say this convert your time into half an hour uh, chunks and look at what you do every half an hour and look at the habits that is going into these half hours what kind of physical habits what kind of mental habits you put into these uh, time and do they align with the peak performance that you want if it doesn't be ruthless in removing them and replacing them with uh, if you look at many of the science fiction stories you will find uh, that the machines which are going to take over humans you know what you call as the humanoids they continuously upgrade themselves and replace the non working parts with working parts our habits are our working and non working parts inside of us it's up to you to ensure that you change them for you to become continuously to perform at a peak but the next point is obviously to uh, both for yourself and for the team around you enabling performance coaching mentoring learning how to manage and lead to consistently give peak performance many times when i speak to people they all they always uh, continue to amaze me by saying that prakash peak performance is something which puts a tremendous pressure but when i interact with many people who seem to really be enjoying themselves they say that we convert pressure into passion passion is something that you do out of interest because you love to do it for example if you ask me to wake up at 3 o'clock and turn up for a speaking session i'll do it because this is something that i love to do you ask me to go and meditate any amount of times in a day i would do it because it's not out of pressure because somebody is telling me it is because this is something which allows me to become the best of myself and hence i do it with passion do it with interest it also gives you a key to peak performance secret is find if what you are doing is something that you love to do otherwise find what you would love to do there are only two things when it comes to job either you do what you love or you learn to love what you do i mean if there is a material aspect involved we don't have a choice sometimes we might have to uh, learn to love what we do and then put the best let me go to the third insight what uh, i personally share with many of the sports people specifically and also to corporate executives the four c's of uh, 
peak performance essentials. These are the four C's for you to first uh, make a mental note or maybe a note in your pad. They are one, uh, concentration, confidence, control, and uh, commitment. The four C's which are essential for anyone to consistently perform at the peak levels. The first is obviously to ability to maintain focus or concentration. And we all know by now, those who have already meditated, that uh, concentration is a byproduct of meditation. It automatically develops. We don't worry about concentration, but because we are able to meditate over a period of time, it automatically happens that our ability to focus improves. And hence, our concentration improves. Of course, there are several ways in which you can improve your concentration. Meditation surely is one of the fastest and simplest way because all you have to do is close your eyes and then go inward and uh, through the process of meditation, you can improve your concentration to a great extent. It'd be surprising, but it is a fact that today, many of the uh, sports uh, people spend a lot of time in forming uh, concentration or improving the concentration through the process of meditation, whatever path of meditation that they choose. The next is uh, the confidence that you have. It all needs is any situation, it needs about five to 10 minutes for you to simply assess how a person looks at a given task. And confidence is something that can always be built. It is not something, a God-given ability. It is something that can be built over a period of time. In uh, one of the books I had written, uh, Life Skills 101, which was released about uh, four years ago, I have uh, given a very simple uh, tip to build uh, confidence, which I'll share with you here. It is your ability to do smaller tasks to satisfaction. Pick up newer and newer and smaller and smaller tasks uh, and keep doing. The more tasks that you are able to accomplish, some of the happy hormones as the happy chemicals or happy hormones as they say, which start secreting inside of you, will make you believe that you are good. And it's sometimes much easier to pick up a smaller task, complete and feel good than picking up a very huge task and not completing and feeling that you are not good enough. So the secret of confidence is to break a bigger task into smaller tasks, achieving them and pat yourself on the back. No harm in self-appreciation. And control, your ability to maintain emotional control. Uh, we spoke about uh, emotional intelligence in one of the sessions. Uh, emotions are one of the biggest challenge. For example, you are playing and then you are being heckled in a fielding uh, position. Somebody comes and heckles you. The same happens in corporate life. One of your colleagues might come and just pull you down, being a bully or not being sensitive enough to understand what you are going through. And suddenly you find that you become anxious or you get tense. And this is the emotional control which comes through the practice of emotional intelligence. We had seen the first five steps of emotional intelligence in one of the sessions we had. It is something that you can actually do. The last point is one of my favorite, you know. Uh, we always say, you know, commitment. So what exactly is uh, commitment? If you really look at it, there is a huge difference between commitment and uh, interest. Uh, when it comes to things, uh, life, goals, achievements, performance, interest can be defined as something that you would love, that you would do when you have the time and when you are free. Whereas commitment is something that you would do, what we would say as a uh, you know, do or die kind of a situation. Interest is when, for example, you will go to a gym to make your body better. You will go when you're able to get up, when the weather is okay, when things are fine, when your mood is fine, and which will happen maybe twice a month. 
which means you go to the gym say twice a month which is not really a great way of uh, building uh, commitment or building your body but commitment says zero fit what happens these are the people who replace the habits to ensure that they build a level of commitment and one of the ways to build commitment is to arrive at goals and uh, share these goals with the people who are close to you i shared this during uh, the goal setting uh, session that one way of uh, creating a peer pleasure or peer pressure is to ensure that the goals that you make for yourself are consistently shared with at least those who are close to you who will not make fun of you but who might offer in some way a support uh, for you to uh, go towards this goal which will uh, help build commitment please remember commitment is a habit it's again not a special talent that uh, some people are bestowed with commitment is something that all of us even meditation for example when you create timeliness what we call as automatism over a period of time automatically you tend to build a commitment because there is a biological clock which wakes you up and tells you you know sit and meditate sit and do this and that over a period of time moves you from interest to commitment let me look at the, the last block now before i move into the question answer section which is one of the most uh, powerful ones in my view it is based on uh, a book called inner games of tennis by timothy galway he had authored a beautiful concept which uh, today is uh, being spoken about in all peak performance uh, concepts peak performance uh, training he after a lot of research he had uh, proposed that performance what he called it as p is equal to potential minus interference rather very simply put p equals p minus i p the first p is a smaller p the second p on the right side is a bigger p performance equals potential minus interference very very apt very simple very crisp definition with which you can grow into you know sort of perpetually to understand what it really means all of us have the ability to perform to the best if don bradman can sustain 99.96 sachin can do virat kohli can do why not i in fact if you had looked at some of the uh, cricketers who had come into the initial uh, stages in the first 10 20 test matches they had averages which are above 100 but subsequently they could not maintain it what really happened is if you really look at it it is the potential which continuously was being interfered with for example let's look at it on one side you have the uh, performance on the other side you have the potential everyone has the potential to be an albert einstein everyone has the potential to be a babuji maharaj everyone has the potential to be a don bradman or uh, maybe a usain bolt what stops them if you really look at it is the interferences which are caused if you really look at it there are two kind of interferences all of us uh, continue to face external interferences and internal interferences external interferences are what are imposed by your economic situation by the people around you by the infrastructure that you either have or don't have but these are all very minor stuff all this can easily be made up but the biggest challenge when it comes to interference are the internal interferences all of us have the internal interferences basically stem from prejudices past baggages lack of belief poor self esteem my inability to work towards changing myself my inability to work towards working on my mindset to make it more and more positive all these are the internal interferences 
to a great extent, these all stem from your attitudes and the inner dialogue that you have, which, which you had seen in the other section as well. It is up to you to ensure what are the interferences that you have. What kind of interferences? Just make on the left that uh, make your performance to be infinite. That is the potential all of us have. On the right side, start listing down all the potential that you will have. You will find that the potential that you have on is almost on par with any human being that has ever walked on the earth. It is said that even spiritually, even the current uh, global guide, Daji uh, keeps saying that, uh, uh, why wait for a lifetime to reach the goal? You can even make it in 90 days for you to make the goal if you really commit yourself. Is it really something uh, you know, that one can believe? He believes so, it obviously should be possible. Then what stops us from not achieving it? They are the internal interferences to a great extent. If you really look at it, there are many several building blocks that uh, we all already have. It's only question of our ability to build a few more. And if you're able to consistently spend the time in building that and then work uh, towards achieving it, imagine the results that you can really unleash into the world. That'll be sort of, I always say that the competition is never with someone else in the world. The competition is always between what I have been yesterday to what I am today to what I can become tomorrow. When you turn the competition from outside world to inside of myself, uh, pressure becomes a pleasure and pleasure becomes a passion. It is something that uh, all of us would uh, easily learn uh, in, uh, in my view. It takes about 30 to 40 days for you to master the building blocks of uh, peak performance. After that, it's your ability to uh, pick up and then start implementing them for you to go ahead and achieve. I've given you certain insights on what uh, peak performance is all about. Uh, peak performance secrets is all about. Uh, if uh, there are any questions, we'll take it up either now or after the session of meditation. I now hand it uh, back to Partha for uh, further uh, interactions.